everyone. Uh, I'm here with Kelly and Hollywood casting director, Karen Ryan. Hey, Karen, how you doing? Hi, Kimbra. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being on. <laughs> so um, I've known Karen for a, a little bit now, and um, I know her husband, Robin, and we have a, like, a little circle of friends that we kind of do things with, right? Right, Karen? Gosh, yeah. I feel like we go back ages. I ages, we mean, not decades, but decade and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I I think you were, were you in that little theater company with Robin, the Irish something or other? I, uh, I, don't I wasn't in it, but oh, the Celtic Art Center, yes. But mm -hmm. the, uh, the Banshee was the one that Robin was in. And mm -hmm. um, so, but I, I went to all their shows. Oh my gosh. It was such a great <laughs> theater company. Loved it. Right. I mean, I think we're all missing live theater. I know, I know. And then you weren't—you never saw us in the Holly East Hollywood Players, I don't think. Robin and no, Trish and that I. Was, yeah, that was before my time, though. I did see—I <laughs> did see um, when you come back, Red Rider. The oh yeah, version, which you right, were. <laughs> right. I was. I played. Yeah, Angel. I think it was Angel or name. <laughs> the forlorn waitress. <laughs> right, right. I remember. Um, Anyway, uh, so how did you make the segue into casting? Because I know you were acting for a while. Yeah, I, you know, funny thing is I was never 100% comfortable in, on the, in the acting world. I can't even explain it, which is probably why now I'm, I, I love actors and I, you know, feel I can relate to them in some way. But I really was never, ever, ever terribly comfortable. I did it for a little while and I would go to castings and I would I would think, oh, wow, what a cool job that is. I would love to cast. I just thought it was the coolest job in Hollywood. I didn't want to be an agent. I didn't really feel terribly comfortable in front of the camera. In fact, this is, there's a level of discomfort right now, in fact. <laughs> I know. Um, I really appreciate you doing this because she told me that. <laughs> it's only because I, for some reason I just was never, I knew it wasn't for me. You know, I just knew. I did an episode of ER, just a, a co-star. And after that, I said, never again. This is absolutely oh, yeah. horrible. I can't do it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get to it. work with George Clooney or was he already gone at that point? If you like our videos, go ahead and click on like and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Thanks. But uh, he was, I think, you know, he was gone at that point. But um, my husband, the guy that um, Ray Liotta played my husband in the show. In fact, I always wow. kind of get the picture. Hold on. How fun. <laughs> this is so funny. This is from the show. This is a still. Oh, how beautiful you look. Fun. Oh my God. So funny. Myself and Ray Liotta and our child. <laughs> so, I, which was such an amazing experience and I loved it. But, but I realized after that, and that was 2004. And I realized around that time that I really just didn't, it was, it just, I didn't enjoy the process of, you know, everything that an actor has to go through. Cause it's a lot. And, um, and I didn't, I just didn't like being on camera. I didn't like, being that I just didn't want to be on that side anymore and so that was probably I don't know right after that I was like I've got to seek out some way of getting into casting and it was actually my husband that got me uh introduced me to somebody who needed an assistant on something right way back 15 years ago and yeah 15 years ago actually and so it started from there and I funny enough I way prefer I really love commercial casting that's my area that's what I'm comfortable in um, more so than like I, I, I've never segued into the theatrical side. I've done mm. some theatrical stuff, but 
I'm so much more comfortable in the commercial side. They're, yeah, I was going to ask you what your favorite thing was, and I was going to ask you. So you're answering that question: Is it music videos? Is it is it film? Is it commercials? It, I'll tell you exactly. My favorite favorite thing, and when I get a job like this, I just I just jump for joy because it's not even like a hardship or it's not even work. Anything to do with comedy. Yes, funny yeah. actor. Anything to do with comedy, and there's a lot of comedy is needed in commercials. Even oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's and you have to remember that in commercials, a lot of the time there isn't any dialogue. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've done hundreds of spots that have absolutely no dialogue, so it's even more essential to have actors that are uh, have a comedy background or a really good improv background, right? Because they can elevate the moments just by through their surely through their abilities even you know when there's literally nothing to say but you have to be able to convey the moments and convey the message sure actually saying a word and a very very uh, like a well-trained comedy improv person can do that and i just love when there's when i when i get to do that oh my god my favorite jobs oh that's great i didn't realize that you liked comedy so much which love me to glasscock park right yes. which you helped cast <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is, which is that is, that's the kind of thing that I just adore. So Glasgow Park is a web series that um, just just dropped on YouTube. Mm. Um, and I so honored that I got to do some casting on it. And um, uh, it was it, it was it, uh, the whole thing was uh, it, the concept is by two friends of mine who really just have the most brilliant minds. In fact, they're working on a second show right now. But um, it, I love people to check it out. It's on YouTube. It's Glasscock Park web series. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. It's and funny short little vignettes. Kim it's Bruce a great group. Uh, yeah. I have a, an episode, I think, coming out on Tuesday yes. uh, from tr what Trish has told me. And then uh, Patricia Rigney is one of the writers, producers, right? Along with mm -hmm. Kevin. How do you say Kevin's last name? Is it Car Caro? Kevin Caro? Wow. You know what? I've never actually used his last name. I could just call him Kevy. <laughs> I know. We're always like, Kevy, Kevy. <laughs> I think it's Caro. Yeah, but they're Carole. incredible, incredible minds. The two of them together just make magic. And um, it, it's very funny. So if you like comedy and who, we all need a good laugh at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and Robin's in it. Robin's in it yes, a little bit too. And Cozy. And my husband's in it. And, and my dog is in it as well. And so it's, yeah, she's got, she's got, a nice little starring role in the first episode. Of That's true. That's true. She <laughs> was she was great. I remember that episode. <laughs> well, that was her Hollywood moment, my little baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Kelly hasn't seen the webisode yet, and I keep telling her we've got to. Well, you know. have to. It's so good. <laughs> well, what's the concept like? What is it? Well, this recurring characters? Is it a? Is it a? Well, it's life? Some of them are recurring. It's life in a park. Like basically all these funny little things that happen in a park. Um, you know because. It's just taken like a, a simple concept like you know a park what could you know what could there's all these interesting characters that come in and out of the park um some of them are you know recurring and uh but the first episode kind of flips the idea on its head of of the dogs versus the dog owners and mm -hmm. the uh after a couple of seconds you realize oh wow so the dogs are emulating the owner's behavior <laughs> and the owners are emulating the dog's behavior so yeah. it's it's very cute. I, I mean, I was surprised that I couldn't believe how well they were able to film the dogs behave. Like one of them is sitting there reading a book. Uh, My dog is in front of an iPad checking her Instagram. 
Very cute. That's Very funny. Cute. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they're developing a lot of stuff, and they're even talking about doing another uh, webisode afterwards. Yeah. H O E S hose. Isn't that amazing? What YouTube has allowed us to uh -huh. do now. You can have your own series on YouTube. exactly. We've got our podcasts. That's um, true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Well, here's how it looks, you know, say this is this is why it's, it's awesome that we now have those kind of platforms, because mm -hmm. for me on the side, you know, on on my side of things as a casting professional, I love to see stuff like that on resumes. You know, I mean, people that actually go out and do their own projects or write their own material or just just put themselves out there in that way, rather than waiting for the jobs to come to them. I think mm -hmm. it's really wonderful to see that people can be so creative and that's a really lovely thing for me to see on a resume. That's, oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that, that you would appreciate that. And that's really nice to hear because. Oh, 100%. People, yeah. Well, it just, it, there's a feeling of, you know, there's a sense that people can, you know, because it's hard work, you know, and you're doing it in your spare time. And a lot of the time people have a million other things going on and there's a lot of balls in the air kind of thing. And if you can pull that off and then still, you know, act in it there, these guys acted, wrote, directed, you know, and edited the whole thing. And there's a huge amount to be said for the tenacity behind that. And if I see that in the resume, I think, wow, this person is really just, this will be true. a person to hang out with on set all day. Yeah, good point, good point. Mm -hmm. um, so now that we've had this downtime, are you busy with casting? How are you doing it exactly? It's the strangest thing, Kimbra, because uh, of course we've had to, everyone's had to adapt in every, every career has been the same. Every person, moms have to adapt with, you know, kids not being in school and so many jobs have had to adapt. And luckily with casting, everything can be done virtually. So my business was able to continue for really, I mean, there was the initial close down where nothing was happening, the initial lockdown, but really I've been casting fairly steadily since last June. Um, quite a lot of stuff, even out of town. Like I was able to do castings in uh, Texas, in Atlanta, uh, Chicago, um, all because everything is 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 virtual. Now we we do miss being in person and live with uh, actors. That, that part's a little bit hard. Mm -hmm. um, and there's certain things that don't translate well on, you know, on this on on a screen that you would wish you could be in, in there in person with, with the actors. And I think sure. eventually we will, at least for callbacks, maybe go back to a studio setting. But for now, this has been really great because we've been, we've been able to continue casting projects and, and I, as long as, you know, and it's, it's, it's a learning curve for a lot of the actors. It's a learning curve for all of us, but I know that for, for a lot of the actors, they have to figure out lighting and background, sure. and, you know, getting, getting the right, balance of all that and just understanding the system there's a few different systems i mean there's zoom um there's a wonderful app called hey joe that mm. is, um uh, uh, fantastic it was a guy that's been in the business here for years you know um and he developed this app called basically the hey joe app which is like zoom but specifically for casting so mm. and i've done a tutorial i need to do another one because it's it's really good and so so there's there are platforms for uh, for actors and for creators and you know the the all of you know the teams to do to to continue the job and to cast and and it's been great so so that's helped i mean we don't really see 
outside of the four walls of wherever we are day in day out but it's it's been at least nice that we've been able to continue our jobs if that makes was, sense. and you know continue was, to give jobs to actors and you know continue. i was going to ask you now that we're doing everything virtually what is there any tips you can give actors now? You know, you, we, we've all done those classes where it's like, leave this outside, don't do this. You know, so now that we're auditioning virtually, is there anything that you can tell people that want to sure. do it? Oh my gosh, lots of little things. Um, that there's there's so many little pointers that you might not even think of and that, that really will help. And in fact, I'm thinking about somewhere along the line of, you know, just doing a little tutorial um, just for anyone who wants to tune in, I will, I'll set it up eventually at some point. But, and I know there's some stuff online that you can check out on YouTube, but there's a couple of, a couple of basic things with them, um, with Zoom. I mean, you don't want to, uh, first of all, there's certain things that happen with, with the virtual stuff. Most people would have, say, their, they'll use their phone or an iPad or whatever to do the, to do the, the call. Mm -hmm. um, you typically, if it's on a phone, and this, this really works as well, this is important as well for self tapes. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so for you always wanted to be in landscape not in portrait landscape. yeah it. because it just you want you want to elongate your tape you know the the, the, the visual otherwise there's these two big black lines next to your it just, it's just easier you you if and, and what we normally do is when we when we first log on with the actor we'll say okay um just jiggle your phone and once you jiggle the phone or the the ipad oh, there's my dog or your device, it, it, it writes the, the, the camera. Does that make sense? It just, you know, there's always a couple of moments that you have yeah. to figure that out when you first log on. And um, a couple of other things, you, all, you, you want to fill the space, you know, you want to fill the, the, so you don't want to be sort of down here kind of thing. Got it, got it. You want your head to be more center. And another thing is some people, I, I, they, their camera will be too low. Like they'll have maybe the phone or the device, computer, whatever it is, Set up on a desk and they're standing up if that's the case then all i'm seeing is up your nostril you know it's like, <laughs> you don't want to be and then there's also the issue with the, with lighting sure um, ring light which i don't have i just have a lamp over there but the ring light apparently is the way to do it just have something that's going to light you properly from behind the device and you know you just be mindful of your light and you can see your own lighting once you get on zoom like we can see how we all look right now sure so all that stuff is important and there's there's another thing that I think is kind of funny that that I if, if somebody jumps on and they seem a little grainy, I always say to them, do me a favor and just just wipe your camera. Just, you know, <laughs> wipe it off. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it happens on your phone all the time. Maybe there's a little smudge, you know, it could be that right. there's a the smudge on the camera. Just 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 get a tissue. Just just clean it down and you'll be surprised at how much clearer this, the, the camera is then. That's a good um, point. Clean your camera. Yes, it's, it's so funny. I'm and taking notes. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, just angles are important. You know, be centered. Or if, um, and we would always, again, as casting professionals, it's up to us to give as much information as possible in advance. So I always tell when we send out audition notices, I'll make sure that I tell the actors everything I can possibly tell them. I'll say, okay, in the scene, we're going to need you to walk into the scene. So make sure that you have space that wherever you set your camera up that there's space for you to walk around mm -hmm. i would always prefer a neutral background sometimes there's you know there'll be a scene in the kitchen it's okay if, if you're in the kitchen but nine times out of ten just even if you hang a sheet up you know oh, just, just yeah. hang anything just to you know because i say for example 
Kimber, I, you know, where you are right now, or even where I am, mm -hmm. if, if I was trying to, if I were the actor trying to do a scene, all the bits in the background might be a little bit too distracting. So mm -hmm. watching it might be going, oh, wow, look at that map of Ireland over there. Or, <laughs> oh my God, look at that. What's, that, what's in that picture? Right, Instead, so you want it plain, plain yeah. as possible. Yeah, that way the, the concentration is on you rather than, oh, what, what, what books does she have on her bookshelf? There? Yeah, right. You know, it's just it's giving yourself a chance to kind of make it make it just seamless and all you know now we can't see as many people on virtually as we would if we were in the casting room mm -hmm. so uh but the the good thing is you know because it's just there's it takes a tiny bit longer to do to do it all but here's the wonderful thing about virtual casting we found that people are never late because it's not like they're driving around town that's true and coming late for auditions and then somebody's late and then it causes it you know there's a yeah. there's a there's a spiral effect, like a spiral effect that suddenly everyone's late because we're right. late with these two guys right so now because everybody dials in on time or if they happen to have a, something going on or a dentist appointment or something i would know that a, a, the day before or in plenty of time to adjust but that's been really nice because when i when we send out the the zoom info or the virtual links we, we always say to talent, just dial in at your scheduled time. And if everybody dials in at their scheduled time, the, this, the session just runs super smoothly. Oh, I do have another really big tip. <laughs> just Good. So you know how you have all of our names here, okay? So Kim, right. Kelly, and Karen. Okay. So you know when you're in the waiting room, so we see the talent in the waiting room, and this is how we know who's next, okay? So when I have, and I can't believe I threw out all my schedules that I that I had sitting around. Actually, I might have one here to show you. Um, so when we have, I have one here. Yeah. Um, so here's, you know, when I'm working this, I'm, I'm working off of a schedule that I would have, you know, printed out. And here's all my actors. Um, so imagine I'm sitting now, it's it's one thing at a at the initial first calls, it's it's we can handle it. But at a callback, it's not cool. So Say, let's call her Rachel. Okay, Rachel dials in, but Rachel didn't doesn't have the name Rachel on her, it doesn't have her full name on her Zoom account or her virtual account, and it's iPhone <laughs> or Fizzles, Fizzle, or you know, <laughs> we've seen it all. We've seen it all. Okay. So that would be something I would I would say just always make sure that your name, because when you're sitting in the waiting room, I've got to tell my clients, well, I don't know who's next, but somebody is. Isle. And it's a callback. I don't know if it's one of the clients dialing in. I don't know oh, if, it's, true, if yeah. it's one of my ad agency people, if it's somebody on, on the creative side that's trying to dial in. And I, I can't let them in till I figure out who it is. So right. it's really important as an actor to to, to have your name on, on the, just, just, you know, some people use it for their kids' schooling. Well, then the kid's name will be on it. Well, then you can change it very easily. I guess in the system, right? So when we log in. We know, oh, Jimmy's in the waiting room, and he's right. you know, next in line. This is great. So it's it just it keeps the process smooth and and pain free for everybody. Professional. So I don't have to be trying. Yeah, very professional. I don't want to have to guess through right. iPhone because it'll sometimes just say iPhone in the waiting room. <laughs> and I'm going, Who could that possibly be? Right. No, that's <laughs> a good point. And, and that's so, a good point. Yeah, and and also because especially on SAG jobs, I like to log the the dial-in time, mm. you know, it, the in and out time, mm. really because it's the same as an exhibit that we would normally sign, or we try sure. to at least 
you know, keep, keep a record of the timeline. So um, as you would in a regular casting. So when, when somebody dials in and I don't know who it is, then I don't know who to, how to start their timeline. Oh, iPhone dialed in at 205. Let's figure sure. out. It's just, it's just, it's just, just put your things. name up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all sorts of fun things like that, but it's important to just, you know, so, we so know you mentioned that. you were, might do some tutorials. Are you doing any yet? Have you, are you doing any kind of casting classes or anything like um, that? Well, I, I do. I did one the other night, but I do, um, I'm, I would be, you know, I'd, I'd go in as a guest speaker. So um, mm. I went in as a guest speaker um, with a class the other night on Wednesday evening, just, you know, to help with a callback class. Um, I've done classes at AMDA, you know, so I'll, I'll go in as a guest speaker. I've not done my own. Um, I, I have a tiny bit of a plan. Um, <laughs> so much into, uh, I, 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 because of my dog, who I absolutely is the light of my existence. I, I, whenever I teach a class, I like to donate the, the funds Aww. to, you right. know, um, dog rescues. And sure. I have a couple of different ones that I like. Um, so if I do teach a class, there's, I would do it as, you know, well, suggest a donation, 20, just, just Venmo $20 to the Shans and Buddies or Barbie's <laughs> Multi, whoever, whoever, you know, I do different ones. Right. So just whoever I feel like is maybe needing a little injection of cash, I'd always be like, okay, let's, let's maybe send the money to these guys. Right, 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 right. I think, and the, I think the thing, the class, I, I, I did do a class for Stage 32. They're a wonderful online platform. I don't know if you guys know them. Um, mm -mm. They have a ton of um, online tutorials for different areas of the business. So I did like a keynote speech with, with, with them, I think, earlier, earlier in the year, last year. Um, and, you know, we just touched upon different aspects of commercial casting. But I think what's needed more than anything now, because there's tons of classes out there, but I think the thing that's more relevant and necessary now is giving people some pointers on uh, self-tapes and virtual castings. So mm -hmm. self-tapes, there's a lot of self-tapes happening now too. So, you know, just pointers to help people up their game, you know. Uh, Kelly brought up something earlier. She said, I wonder if Karen has any fun, interesting stories from like, you know, movies that you've worked on, yeah, anything that you wanted to share. Yeah, when you've done some casting. Oh gosh. Any mishaps, funny things that you could share maybe without giving away anybody? Without bad mouthing <laughs> anybody? Okay, oh God, I'm pretty sure I have so many. Uh, let me let me sort of think on it now. Do let's, Let me think. Oh gosh, there's just so many. I mean, just I've worked on such crazy jobs. There's been some, in some cases where you, you know, you're just like ready to quit the biz after, but I'm trying oh. to, <laughs> you worked on, you worked on rush, you worked on rush hour, right? Or one yeah, of the rush I was hours, laughing right? when I was looking at your other, um, the, the link that you sent me, I was like, Oh my God, I worked with Brett Ratner, you know, and, and I know I, those are, yeah. <laughs> my first ever casting job was working. I, I, I was like an assistant working at, on the extras for rush hour three. Oh my God, that was a trip and a half. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, I do. Well, okay. <laughs> there's, I mean, I don't know. There's so many different aspects of things that ha happen behind the scenes that I could share. Um, okay, like th I mean, because sometimes I, a lot of the time actors don't really know what goes on behind the scenes, and they sure. go, "Why didn't I get this part?" Or I thought I didn't yeah. get the callback, and oh gosh, I was top choice, and now I didn't get it, or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that can happen. Um, I remember one time 
this is an example. Oh gosh, it was it, one of the comedy spots. I love comedy spots. Anyway, the director was like gung ho, wanted this one girl, and was like, she's it. We're done deal. And the at the the ad agency, of course, you know, were because they, they weren't aligned. What you re, what what the, in an ideal world, the director and the ad agency should be very aligned, and the creatives should be very aligned with their choices for the job. If they're not, then it can be that can be troublesome. Right. So in this case, the director fought tooth and nail for this one girl, and the ad agency preferred this other girl, and uh, the director. He was overruled in the end. So in some cases, the director can will 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 have enough gumption that he'll overrule the ad agency. But in this case, they overruled him, and he sent an email to everybody with just his middle finger. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my god. That's a, that's so that is hysterical. Well, good for him. <laughs> I know. Like, get your message across. Well, did the girl that he didn't prefer do okay though? Oh, oh yeah I mean she was fine yeah. she was also perfectly good you know, there's there are so many things that can happen behind the scenes um yeah. where you know I've seen people be booked and then have to be unbooked um for various reasons you know I'd have to be careful what I don't want to say too yeah much, you know but... I was just gonna say <laughs> I know it happened to me once I got booked on something and I he's my friend he was my friend also the casting director and he said oh we booked you blah 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 and then and then he had to unbook me and it came to a choice of the, the budget. And he said, I feel, felt like the other girl needed the money more than you or something. And I was like, oh, how would you know? Yeah. You know it there's was really so, rude. There are so many things. It's sometimes, a, you know, it could be the, the director is putting his wife in there or right. uh, there's somebody, what we call, we call those the political. So right. somebody, yeah. maybe somebody within the ad agency might have. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of my story about, um, I told you, Kimra, it was down to me and Alyssa Milano for a part. And oh, it was, yeah, that's uh, right. The, it was about a movie about Ma Barker and her sons, and um, the role was Amarilla or Amaryllis. The Amarillo? Married to one of the no. Amaryllis. Amaryllis, okay. Like after the flower, was um, married to one of the Barker boys. Okay. And I, I remember walking, and I was so naive. I just, I was just clueless. Sorry, I remember walking in, and the casting director had told me, now it's between you and Melissa Milano. You know, you got this. Just do, your, do a good job. You did a great job before. So I walk in, the first thing they ask me is, are you related to Jack? And my last name's Nicholson. Oh. Um, no, no. You know, I mean, I, wa I wasn't, so I, was gonna I wasn't gonna lie about it. But later I realized probably, possibly, that's one of the reasons that they probably did bring me into the finals, even though I was able to do the part, but they probably thought I was related to Jack Nicholson or something. And then Alyssa Milano was also a name. So we right. were probably biggest name huh. that I had auditioned and you know it would have been down to me or her so the niece of Jack like, Nicholson <laughs> yeah I wasn't related to Jack so and then another thing I was thinking I was I worked at William Morris and the commercial agency you know a long time ago it's a completely different company now but when I worked there I remember one time um Sally Kellerman who was a very big voiceover actress was yes. hired to do um you know a part and she didn't show up so the, you know, the um, company had, she was so big that she could do whatever she wanted. It didn't really matter. They would have, they would have held up the show for her all day, which they did. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody, it was time for lunch and they're like, somebody needs to sit here and try to get a hold of her. And I'm like, okay, I will. Cause it sounded like, oh, fun to try to track down Sally Kellerman. So I'm calling, 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 calling all these different numbers that I have for her. 
And finally I reach her and she's like, I'm like, you know, Ms. Kellerman, you're, you, did you remember that you have an appointment to do a job today? And she's like, oh, darling, I ran into Ringo and we've been just, we've been jamming all afternoon. Star. She was oh, somewhere my along the way ran into him and was hanging out with Ringo Starr and didn't, was having fun. So yeah. she, oh my God. Yeah, that I, was one of my- I guess she didn't need the job that much. Well, well, here's what happens there which is uh, you know i know you know maybe they get to a stage of you know fame or whatever that they feel like they can do that but what's awful is you all the you know there's so much goes into putting jobs together sure. and all the people that rely on everything to work and the panic that ensues if something doesn't go right i cannot tell you yeah. the level of panic i have on on every single job until i know everything's booked and in the bag and done you know I, sure so many little things that can go wrong. I had a job uh, beginning of the month, last month after I, I worked on it all through Christmas. It was extremely stressful. And the night before the three day shoot, the client pulled the plug on the job because it, it mainly because of COVID, they, they just oh. got spooked. And uh, even though everybody had been tested, you know, cause they're testing now on, on all commercials. Sure. But they, they literally got spooked and decided to pull the plug. And they, they still, they're saying they do want to, um, you definitely want to film it again or, you know, redo it at some stage. Right. But there's such a lot of work had gone into getting it to that point. And, you know, I, I talked to the producer. I said, are you okay? Are you feeling okay? Said, yes, I, I guess I can sleep in in the morning. <laughs> you know, right side. So much, you know, because there's so much going on. I it, like. If I I couldn't even describe a, a a day in in the life of you know any any of the different areas of of the business I suppose but I know even on the casting end there would be some days and my husband would say well how much more work do you have and I would say it's not quantifiable it's not because there's so much stuff that needs to be aligned and and the the problem is you only have a certain amount of time to do it because commercials move so fast. Mm -hmm. and you don't, there's barely time to think from the time the award comes through, which is what, you know, when you get, when you, when the job comes through, usually the, the, the timeline, I just did a Hyundai spot. We cast, um, cast on Tuesday and Wednesday, callbacks Thursday, booked everybody Friday and they filmed three, four days later, you know, like that was in and out. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes, and, and, you know, so it's it's you're condensing the time in which you have to do things. And there's a lot of things that have to be ticked off the list. That's just my end of it. I mean, you've got to remember all the other things behind the scenes that have to happen with art department, locations and, you know, filing permits and uh, so many things that have to come together to make that happen at that time. So that when somebody doesn't show up, oh, my God, it's just. Oh, it's, I know. Uh, Can you believe it? Yeah. It, it, I can't believe that because for me, I'm, you know, I work really hard to get the job and I make sure I'm early and blah, blah. And then you just find that someone just flakes, you know, you're just like, wow. Oh my. Well, here's the other thing that's happening right now, which is good to know. It's, it's, and it, it's, it's got its pluses and minuses. Every job that probably the last four jobs that I've done, um, we're booking backups for, mm. you know, for, right. every, for all the roles. That's I had, good, job, yeah. had one job had 16 on camera principles. We had to do 16 backups and the backups had to be as good as, Mm. The, the the first choice because mm -hmm. if something happened because you know and it was and there's a certain method they have to do with the testing and if somebody comes back positive 
then we then the the backup gets put in the spot right so and but if they do but if everything goes fine with the first group then the second you know that the the backups will just make their fee and not even have to go to set so but but here's the thing it's nice in one way that the actors are making some money but at the on the other hand side of that i don't love having to tell an actor hey so um you are the backup on a huge national spot you know where you're just going to get a session fee and i'm yes you get a session fee and i'm sorry you're not gonna be so it's it's hard to tell double-edged sword huh double-edged sword because it's nice but then there it's 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 just it's almost a letdown for the actor oh gosh i i'm right there but i'm not there i'm number two yeah (laughs) Yeah, better than getting nothing that's true. I, true, true. That's how I'd look at it. Like, well, I got something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I got yeah. a little extra money. <laughs> right, and and for the most part, they just have to be tested, and they, they right. can stay at home. They don't even have to be on set. They're unless they're going to end up in the spot. But usually, they we would just pay them to hold that day, yeah. just in case anything happens with the with the on camera talent. It's 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 all COVID related. It's crazy. Yeah. Well. You know what, I would love to talk with you all day because I know you have a lot of things to share with us, but I think uh, that you have things to do. <laughs> You're right. Like take care of the dog. No. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, my poor baby. I'm my kidding, baby. I'm kidding. But um, maybe you could come back sometime after I'd you've done to. some tutorials or something. Now that you've got That's over your camera funny. shyness. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I, yeah, I'm, once I get talking, I'm fine. But it's, yeah, I'm such a weirdo when it comes to being on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we all are. Hopefully hopefully our audience, if anybody's, you know, an actor and they learn some tips from you. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was interesting. Thank you. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, girls. Yeah, and uh, we will a shout out again to Glasscock Park on YouTube, right? Yes, I would want everybody to check it out. It's so good. It's like, and this is, this is what indie filmmaking is the greatest thing in the world. People need to just be aware of all these wonderful things and people just making it happen. Glasscock Park web series on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, second episodes coming out on Tuesday. Um, and they're just short episodes, like six, seven minutes. So they're that's not, true. you know, yeah. like not a huge commitment. You right, watch your phone <laughs> while you're, that's you know, true. Good point. And you could just yeah. laugh in the middle of your day. Like you said, we all need <laughs> laughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you're kind of having, you know, taking a coffee break or something. It's, yeah. We all need a little bit of a laugh. And, that's you know, true. it's wonderful to, I'm all about supporting you know, yeah, you are it, really good about that, you know, and trying to support people who are doing good work out there, you know, podcasts and all that kind of stuff. This is you know, just just imparting information is a wonderful thing. To That's be able to true. Do. But you were even on set with us doing the yoga. Remember? Oh, yes, <laughs> Weren't I you did. doing the yoga? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The art of Kamal. Right. <laughs> The art of Kamal. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch the episode, then you'll get the joke. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, well, nice seeing you, Karen. I hope uh, say hi to Robin and everyone, okay? I sure will. It's so nice. Nice to meet you, Kelly. You too, Karen. Thanks a lot. Thanks of course, you guys. Thank you for having me. Now this is this is the other thing we always have to do. So when you do you exit me out here or do yeah, I I'm ex- gonna end you now? <laughs> <laughs> Cancel us all. Cancel us all. Bye. Bye, Karen. Bye bye.